was the perfect crime. Wayne. Everything went according to plan. I need a SWAT team, helicopters. We're calling all cars here, baby. But there was something they didn't plan on. Sir. Martin Lawrence. You forgot your boarding pass. Oh. Will Smith. Freeze! Bad boys. What you gonna do? At theaters April 7th. Welcome back to the podcast, Old Millennials Remember Movies. That was the TV ad for the 1995 movie, Bad Boys. And that is what we are talking about today. It is going to be Bad Boys Extravaganza. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with my co-host, Tyler Wilson. We're going to talk about 1995's Bad Boys. We're going to talk about 2003's Bad Boys 2. And we're going to talk about... 2020's Bad Boys for Life. This is the Bad Boys episode uh, star on this one. He, he claims to be a Bad Boys expert. He won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. But he, if he were to listen to it, he's going to be very angry because he watched. He watches. He has not seen the, the new one, but what? he watched. I know. Listen. What uh, kind of Bad Boys for Life guy do we have here? Well, he's a guy that likes to watch those first two because it's currently on Netflix. Like. Uh, I don't know, five times in the last couple weeks. Yeah. So he's going to be, he, if he were to listen to this, he's going to be really mad about our lack of detail because we, mm-hmm. t- spoiler alert, we watched all of these movies mm, couple a little weeks while ago. ago. <laughs> oh, a couple, couple weeks ago. A little behind. It's okay. But yeah, anyway, our memory of the movies might not be great, at least compared to what he would expect for an yeah, episode. He expects details. Listen to the podcast, then you can be on the show. I like how we're just like singling out individual people on this now. And oh yeah, we will throw shade. We we'll have to. And we're just ignoring the dozens of other people that listen to this. It's a couple thousand. Oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last time I checked. Bad boys is the theme today, so that's exciting. Yes, I guess. So if you are if you're a new listener, welcome. <laughs> we're old millennials. We remember movies from the eighties and nineties, which means and the two thousand threes. We, <laughs> we uh, yeah, in the early thousands, we go back and we watch movies that we grew up with that we love or didn't love or didn't see, and we talk about what we remember. Does it hold up? Is it still great? Is it terrible? Is it relevant today? How crazy is it? And we just have fun. And if you um, want to have fun with us, we are so glad you're here to listen. Today, it's Bad Boys. So if you haven't seen all the Bad Boys movies or the new one, just turn this shit off. Go go catch up. Mm, or, or not. <laughs> or listen to this episode and be like, oh, yeah, that's why I do or don't need to watch that movie. Right. Right. Okay. So usually what we do in the first half of the episode is we talk about what we've been watching recently. Um, first half. First few minutes few minutes it's like 30 minutes no it's not because we are just we are so young and hip that we see all the new movies that come out and all the awesome tv shows and this is what we talk about oh oh hey so i think last episode in our list of episodes when you go on the line or whatever uh we did our not we broke format we do this every year we break format talk about our favorite movies of the past year yes in that episode i think it was the last episode uh, we talked about, uh, cause I, we went, you finally got to go see Parasite. Yes. I had seen it prior, but we went to the theater before, um, the Oscars. I insisted before doing our favorite movies of the year because I, I had really, a feeling. I really liked it. And yeah. So yeah. we went, we loved it. It both ended up being our number one movie of the year. And then, which we had not discussed beforehand. No, we did not. We didn't tell each other, but you know, whatever. Um, and then, so the Oscars happened, and Parasite eh, had an outside chance, but a foreign language film never wins. That's never happened. Mm-hmm. 
I was expecting 1917 to win a movie that I liked, but I liked Parasite uh, quite a bit more. Um, but then the big thing about the Oscars was that Parasite won lots of things, and it was amazing. So, yay! Do you think the Oscars were, the, the voting people that vote on the Oscars were trying to overcompensate for the lack of diversity? No, I, it's, you know, it's always, it's funny because, like, they got, the, the Academy in general got praised pretty significantly for when they chose Moonlight, which was like a kind of a critical darling, a small movie that was pretty exciting when it won. And then they kind of reverted back to, well, last year they gave it to Green Book. But here's the thing, like, these these people, I don't think they, they don't listen to the, I don't think they're on their Twitter listening to criticism about what they pick. I think they wouldn't have nominated Joker for 11 awards if they cared about what other people thought about what they liked about movies. So I, I think this was a genuine case of the people who watched it, and there was always a risk that there was a lot of the older viewership that would not watch Parasite because of the subtitles, right? But I do think that the people that did watch it was just, they were just like everybody else that saw Parasite and they really, really liked it and they voted for it. And so that's why I won. I think it probably won for, it's a preferential ballot. I bet you it won first, but I bet you it won on the first ballot. A lot of people made it number one. And that's just how, how it happened. It's amazing. It's great. It's a, a truly deserving best picture. Maybe one of the best picks in a, in a long time. Anyway. Yes. If you haven't seen it, uh, make it a priority to watch it. It does it's have. It's on video now. Yep. And, and it's a, it's a good one. Yeah, so we're, I was excited about that. And by that. good one, I mean it's fucking awesome, so stop bitching about having to read the subtitles, which I am also guilty of bitching about. Listen. But, oh, yeah. like you've said before, this isn't like other artsy forum movies where it's like bogged down. You don't notice you're reading five minutes into this thing. I really loved Roma last year. Could not get you to watch that movie. And yep. not because you don't... You watch You watch quite a... I'm not going to throw shade at you. You do watch quite a bit of foreign language films, international movies. For whatever reason, though, that was never something that you were too excited about watching. Because it's long. But, and, I, and I get it. This is the thing, what I was going to say, is that while I loved Roma and would have definitely preferred that to win Best Picture last year, Parasite is, a, is, is definitely a more accessible movie to any... Like, it's not just a, a, a film nerd movie, I mm-hmm. think. I, Roma, I get. You have to really be into cinema to deal with its kind of leisure, like slower pace and everything like that. Parasite plays like someone was asking me what it was, what would yeah, compare it to. Your friend Tara and your description, I was like spot on. The best, the really, the, it doesn't, it's not classifiable, but the best way to describe it to me for, to convince people to watch it is like it's like a Mission Impossible movie in a lot of ways. Plus. Like, plus, like it's kind of a comedy, it's kind of a domestic drama, but like my hook is like it plays for us. There's sequences that play like a Mission Impossible movie, not the big stunts, but like the tension and the and the, and the like. Oh shit, something went wrong, and mm-hmm. it, like that's that's what I try to condense people. Is like it's not stuffy. This is like a movie that you're excited about watching. So I think the title Parasite makes people think it's a horror movie. Makes people think it's a horror movie, so it's they're not, they're but... nervous and they're like, oh, it's some Korean horror movie. I don't want to see that. Right, but. If it was a Korean horror movie by this filmmaker, I would go see it. Oh, he's very good. So he is very, very good. Anyway, so that was exciting. That was very exciting. The rest, I could care less about what happened. The rest of the Oscars, honestly. Blah blah blah. Brad Pitt won his thing, and, and I like that performance. But whatever. Thing. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Whatever. It's fine. Parasite won a bunch. That was great. Okay. Um, I did not see this movie, but you, um, saw Birds of Prey. Yeah. It. Um. God, these poor I, – I, I hate to say poor DC because they make a lot of money, right? But I did see that it did not make much money despite it being uh, 
very good and far better than when Margot Robbie was playing Harley Quinn the first time in Suicide Squad, a terrible movie that made a lot of money. This is so much better. Like, it's just, uh, it's away from that Joker bullshit. The movie's about her breaking up with him, getting dumped, essentially, and it's about her character, and it changes the dynamic of that character in a different way. And it's just a lot of fun. It's rated R, which might have been one of the reasons why maybe it didn't make as much, because, I mean, I, I, I also, have no problem with also that. Also, but... people be sexist. Maybe. So, like, the, the people that want to see this movie... Uh, it's 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 like targeted towards nerdy. They were dudes. the same people that were ogling over her ass in the first one. Though. I know, but like they want to see her, but they don't want to see her as the anchor of a movie. Oh well, like, she's so you know, good. Um, I don't know. There's a female director, so there's less ass ogling in the whole movie in general. But oh, um, see, that was probably part of the problem. I I I was surprised because it wasn't like because I didn't like Suicide Squad, even though I liked her in it. I was like, oh, I don't care about this movie, but. It's pretty solid, and it's funny. It's more of a comedy than a lot of things. And I'm kind of mad that you saw this without me, because I saw the trailer, and I was like, well, that looks kind of good. You said you were not like, interested. That looks stupid, and you I was like, you're right, that looks stupid. We're going to talk about a movie in a minute that we saw, because you were like, I don't want to see Birds of Prey. So, hey, that's what happened. Because you, in your snootiness, rub, it rubs off on me sometimes. I didn't... You said the Suicide Squad was shitty, therefore it was this shitty. movie was going to also be I didn't shitty. say that. I said Suicide Squad was shitty. Mm. Anyway, it's good. It has a lot of um, fun action, like fight sequences, a lot of fight sequences in it that are pretty well staged, and the supporting cast, I think, is pretty strong. Ewan McGregor is playing the villain in it, Black Mask, a Batman villain. That's I fun. love him! I'm so mad at you right now. You had your chance, baby. <laughs> You're such a dick. You had your we'll, chance, baby. Look at what? Well, you know, it'll be out on video in a month, so we'll watch it then. <laughs> so instead of seeing Birds of Prey. It was good. I would recommend Birds of Prey. I thought it was a lot of fun is for what it is. in theaters? Can I, like, red box it? What's the deal? <laughs> it's in theaters. It didn't do that well. It'll be out on video before you know it. <laughs> it is crazy how fast those come out. It is. And then especially if it's, like, not performing all that well. Because doesn't it feel like we just went and saw Ford v. Ferrari? Well, that That's was in, out. like, November. I know. It feels like we just saw it. on video. Yeah, it came out this Crazy. week. Yep. So, um, we did see a movie last week in the theater together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Gentleman. It's Guy Ritchie, mm -hmm. who uh, decided to chase his live-action adaptation of Aladdin with The Gentleman, which is more like of his uh, lock, stock, and two-smoking barrel in Snatch Days, a British crime caper, snappy, you know mouthy gangsters talking to each other and bad-mouthing each other and saying racial slurs and blah, 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 oh, right? this movie has the best and most frequent word uh, use of the word to of, say of, it. of cunt. You just like, you, you're you a fan of the of correctly like used cunt. cunt. It yeah. should be used to insult people all the time. The Brits are usually very, they're the best at using the word, so um, this is a gangster, gangster movie. I would with... prefer cunt over bitch these days. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't like the use of bitch. Bitches, to me, is almost more offensive than calling someone a cunt, because cunt is a little bit funny. Well, I think also that in the loop and the whatever that TV show was before that that came, the, uh, the people that made end up making Veep eventually, they were... Uh, brilliant at using yes. that phrase for comedic purpose uh, yes. anyway um so the gentleman is uh just i think just a solid fun um kind of guy Ritchie back to form at least in terms of what you generally like with him 
It's got Hugh Grant, who I typically hate because he's a whiny, dummy British boy. He's been going, doing great work and the last 10 just, years. He is fantastic in this movie. I'm struggling to recall any other roles of his that I like, but this is my favorite role that I remember. I like him. Listen, I'm a fan of Cloud Atlas. I know a lot of people aren't, but he's... I don't remember that movie. He's, you know, he's one of the... F- five people that are in like six different character I roles. I remember that movie, blah, 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 but I don't yeah. remember that movie. He was great in Paddington 2 as the villain. You keep saying that. We I have didn't it. see it. We have it. We can watch it. You're looking over the shoulders. It's over in that room over in. there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is happening? And the gentleman okay. has a few good performances. Colin Farrell is in a supporting role. He's great. I think he's great in most things. I um, love him so much. Anytime he's leaning into like a more of a character, like a... And when he's not doing an American accent. That helps, right? Yeah. And so I really like him when he gets to kind of let loose. This It's a good compare, like a good comparison in terms of performances, like in terms of a mouthy performance, it's like in Bruges, mm-hmm. which is a lead role. And I think he's doing a lot of really incredible work there. This is a much smaller role, but he's fun in it. Uh, Charlie Hunnam... I don't think has ever been better. He was kind of has a good anchor. The only, honestly, the the weak link in the movie is the lead, Matthew McConaughey, who's fine. It's just that he's not. Uh, I don't know. He's not doing his. Uh, you know, his. Uh, it seems like a little tired. I don't know. In the movie, he seemed a little tired to me. Yeah, he didn't have a. He didn't low have his usual swagger. Yeah, not a lot of swagger. Maybe it's the part. I'm not sure, but. He's like, this is not a rom-com. I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, you know, he's had, had, he had that good streak where he was doing really great work, and then he won his Oscar, and it's been a little hit and miss since then, but he's not I, bad. I liked him in this movie. He's not bad. I don't I think he's bad. I thought he was playing the character spot on. Yeah, I just, you know, you've seen he, him do better. You know, it's funny you say that you felt like his performance was tired. I feel like his character was tired. Well, yeah, man. Well, in, a, in a movie full of uh, kind of uh, bigger than but, like, life characters. like he wants out of the game. He's like, he's tired. I guess. It's fine. I didn't say it was bad. I just yeah. said it was fine. He was the weak link in terms of like the performances. But it's solid. I enjoyed it. It's yeah. not a movie that's going to be like remembered past a month maybe but it was solid fun, well, fun I stuff i will remember hugh grant and He's good. i will remember colin farrell in this movie. yeah they're good yeah i like it i like i'm a fan of uh yeah guy Ritchie. i mean he's made some made some shit but i do like snatch and Lockstock. so this is this is definitely closer to that so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it i mean i watch some other stuff like repeat watches of some stuff i don't know I don't know, not much, I don't know, I don't need to share it. I think it's fine. I don't think I have a whole lot to say about it. Okay. I watched the most recent season of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it's fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like, I think it's one of those where it's like, uh, my anticipation of the newer season was high. I was, I've, I've been, feel like I've been waiting for it to come out for a while. And then it was just okay. I don't know. I remember you talking about the previous season and being like, it's okay. So I was I was surprised that you were excited about the next season because you were just like kind of like lukewarm on it in the yeah, first place. I feel like it could be smart. It could be smarter. It could be snappier. It could be just, I don't know. I feel like I watch so many supernatural shows that are just sea mm. level, but some of those actually do a really good job. And then you watch this like highly funded Netflix show that should be fucking amazing. It's just, it's fine. See, I don't do well when they drop like that. I see, I was going to say, I wasn't going to mention it, but I will just touch on it. I have started watching two shows because they've been releasing slow. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching Picard, the Star Trek show with uh, Patrick Stewart. And I've seen the first couple 
and it's really good and I'm enjoying it, right? And I, but I, you know, it's like I saw one and then like some days went by and I was like, oh, another one. And then I watched like the first episode of McMillions on HBO, which I wish was just a movie because it already feels drawn out. But I'll probably keep going because I like the doc. It's a story about like the McDonald's monopoly scam oh, from mm-hmm. a few years ago. So, but see, I it's like I, oh, I can watch it because it's like one episode. I almost did that with like Watchmen. That Watchmen show came out. I was like, I want to watch that. And then I didn't watch it. And then I was like, well, okay, I got to catch two. Two is easy to catch up with. I could catch up with two. I didn't. Okay, three. If I just sit Get down, started. hunker down, I can do it. And then before I know it, the season's over. I'm like, fuck, that's a whole season I have to watch. I can't do, I can't commit to that. See, I'm opposite. I want a whole season to don't, watch. I, I, I mean, I do, but I don't, right? I like the idea of having it all available. But I just, knowing me, I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to commit to that. Because I'm just know. like, I got to watch the whole thing. I don't want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I'll turn on Star Trek Into Darkness instead. I don't there know. There you go. <laughs> Which is, I don't know why would you watch that. But anyway, that's it. Do you have anything okay. else? Did you watch another show or anything? No? Okay. I did, but I don't want to talk about it because you're mean to me about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll bring it up in other episodes. <laughs> oh, I will bring it up on several episodes because you were so mean to me. Why don't you just bring it up now then? No. I'm going to hold people in suspense. They'll be like, oh, I got to skip to the next episode just to hear people can't what wait. this show what was is. the show that made Angie that mad? drove at a wedge <laughs> in between their relationship. Make you mad. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about bad boys? Because I'm going to be really honest with you. I could just pass. <laughs> <laughs> I could just be like, and that's bad boys. Listen. The end. I There were moments during this little experiment of ours where I felt the same and it was throughout the first two hours of the first movie i was mm-hmm. like we just stop this right now yeah and then we watched the second movie which i mean we'll talk about it in a few minutes but i think is maybe one of the, actively one of the worst movies ever made yeah and then honestly i <laughs> the one i'm more uh, intrigued to talk about is the third one because i think that one's actually the best one of the franchise I trailed off, I know, but... You did, you got really quiet, really <laughs> quiet there for a second. It's weird, right? Okay, so we're going to talk about boy, about Bad Boys 1. Okay, first we're talking about Bad first. Boys 1. 1995. But before we talk about all the high stats... Oh, okay. we got to sh- talk about what we remember. So okay. before we go back and watch the movie, we sit down for 30 seconds, type out what we remember about the plot, what we remember about watching it, whatever the hell we feel like writing. Here goes me. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What do I remember? There's two guys... And they're friends, and some crazy stuff happens, and they're bad. Is this the one where there are caskets or something being thrown at them from the back of a semi as they are racing around or being chased? Nope. Lots of car chases? And big jumps in the car? Nope. Will Smith, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are funny, and there's lots of action, and that's all you really need to know. So you definitely were thinking about Bad Boys too. <laughs> For the I most did. part. I did. Yep. So just FYI, on the next one, when we talk about Bad Boys 2... You wrote the same thing. I just thing. wrote, in parentheses, same things for Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Even though, when you wrote that one, you had just watched the first one. <laughs> so no, I didn't write. Oh. I didn't rewrite it. I was like, this is all I remember. Bad Boys, I, this is what I wrote. I said, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are Miami narcotics cops who have to protect Tay Leone, who is a witness to Billy stealing raptor eggs. I think Will Smith plays a dude named Mike Lowry, and this is Michael Bay earlier in his career, so the movie isn't as aggressively shitty. False. <laughs> <laughs> you were so right on there. So, the Tay Leone thing is when she was in Jurassic Park 3. 
I know that. I just wanted to write that because I can't ever yeah. not think about Taylioni and not think about a raptor coming so close to biting her face off in that movie and then didn't because her character in that movie is really annoying and you're just like, please, raptor, please bite her face Do off. Do us all a favor. But sh- they bite don't. Bite her face off. We haven't talked. I'm surprised that I've, I've gone. We did The Lost World as like our first or second episode. I'm really surprised that I haven't made you watch Jurassic Park 3 in the time that we've started this podcast. That's kind of incredible to me. Haven't you? Nope. We watched Lost World or something, right? We did. That was like the first episode. <laughs> Isn't that Jurassic Park 3? No, that's The Lost World. What's The Lost World? That's the second one. Oh, I can't keep track. Yeah. All I know is Jurassic Park is a good movie. Well, yeah. We'll, we probably will never do that one because that's like my favorite movie of all time. What are we going to say? It's the just, best. It'll just be one Here's a scene. jerk. It's the best. Here's a scene. so good. It's oh, the best. Oh, so good. Oh, Laura Dern, so good. She won an Oscar. Yes, she did. She's in Jurassic Park. Okay. Would you like... And some, Jurassic Park 3. Would you like some high stats yep. about the, the bad boys that came out in 1995? Sure do. As you heard in that trailer, it came out... In April, on April seventh, which oh. which is a funny day. Why does that date sound important to me? Is it one of our kids' birthdays? Yep. <laughs> okay, it's one of our kids' birthdays. April seventh, nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. It clocks in. Oh God! No wonder this movie's terrible. One hour fifty nine minutes. It's probably it's shorter than the second one. <laughs> it's bullshit. This movie should not be that long. It's a little long. It's rated R. I'm not doing a tea time. I'm just pouring some coffee into my cup. Sorry. I didn't realize it was going to be this loud, to be honest with you. Do you know you could just drink it out of that thermos? Yeah, but I wanted to put it in this cup. Why? For fun. I like that you're still drinking out of the princess cup. It's one of my favorite cups. You are a princess. Thank you. You're welcome. What were we talking about? If I was a a Disney princess, which one would you say that I was? Ooh, good question, good question. What are my options? Do I have some to choose from? There's three on the cup. Oh, there's more than three on the cup. No, they're the same three. Oh, damn. You're right. It's just they were just inverted, so I didn't yeah. notice right away. Well, you're. Let's see. I mean, this sounds like a fun, a fun uh, segue, or a. Am I Rapunzel? Because my hair is always so ratty. No. Oh. Is there one that's like dirty? That's <laughs> not saying Rapunzel because her hair was long. I mean, the brave lady. She's kind of like anti. Uh... Is there anyone that's creepy? <laughs> creepy. <laughs> you're not creepy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> is there one that's, um, super awesome? I'm kind of like Belle in that I fell for a beast. <laughs> I'm going to insert crickets there. Yeah. Some crickets <laughs> for that joke that did not land. If you had said it, you thought it would have been funny. It's not so funny when it's inverted gender, huh? It's more like you're the beast. I See, now you thought that was a funny joke, didn't you? <laughs> it's the same joke. It's a lamer because it's just copying it. Are you Mulan? I, I think know. you're Mulan. I like Mulan. I'm excited about that new movie, actually. Let's see. You're not the princess in the frog gal. What was her name? Tiana. Because you don't like to work hard for your dreams. <laughs> she likes to work hard for her dreams. You're not Cinderella. Because, God, you are not. I've not seen you mop a floor in fucking months. I, scrub- I got on my hands and knees and scrubbed so many stains uh, around the, the table this morning because of... Uh, Why are there so many stains there? Because it hasn't been mopped in several months? Oh, Correct. It's been mopped okay, all so the you're, time. You're, you're I scrub the floor so much. I, I'm actually M. Cinderella because I am always on my hands and knees. You just... know who you are? I know exactly who you are. You are fucking Ariel. You're like, I have all this collection of things. I use a fork to comb my hair. I, I am socially uh, awesome. Uh, my best friend is a fish. <laughs> we have a friend that's a fish? You? I guess. Oh. I don't know. 
You calling Marshall, our two-year-old, a fish now? No, I'm calling Jonah a fish. More shade. More shade. <laughs> Here we are in the Bad Boys talk episode, still not talking about Bad Boys. Um, How else are you like the Princess Ariel? Yeah, that's fitting. You like the ocean. I like red hair. You like red hair? Um, You would totally give up your whole family to be with me. <laughs> Which is pretty much what she did. She's like, fuck you all. I, I mean, want to be with this Because you got to remember, like, it's before they had, like, scuba gear, too, that story takes place. Mm-hmm. So she can't even visit. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think she she becomes... She gets legs. What's the deal with her being able to breathe underwater, though? Is that done? Or is it one where she gets to, like, turn into a mermaid when she goes in, like, splash? You know, there's a Disney Plus... There's Disney Plus has the Little Mermaid TV series on there. You and probably watch and it. And I don't remember if that's, like, a prequel or if there's, like, an explanation that she can, like, go between land and sea. For I don't sure. Know. can't remember. Plus, there was, like, Ariel... Little Mermaid 2, Ariel's Beginning or whatever. You that also, sounds like a prequel. You also like to sing and you have a very beautiful voice. Yeah. Uh, you also you also have a friend who's like a seagull. That's Jonah. Jonah Jonah's the seagull. More shade. <laughs> More who's shade. Flounder? Sean is flounder for Jesus. sure. Jesus, he actually listens to the podcast. I don't want to take that back. <laughs> Whatever flounder is loyal and smart and nice and kind, he's definitely the flounder. His name is Flounder. <laughs> Better than what the fuck in the seagull's name? What's Bad the seagull's boys. name? What's the seagull's name? Scuttle. Oh yeah, it's for sure. Yeah. For sure, Jonah. Okay. <laughs> Some other fun facts about Bad Boys 1 from 1995 is... It was the box office. It was a hit, right? The budget was $19 million. Oh, wow. And it grossed 65 and then $140 million worldwide. And we do know from uh, reading uh, the highly accurate IMDb that Michael Bay threw in some money to like pay for the climax of this Apparently movie. Apparently only like 25,000. For a big explosion or something. I don't yeah. know. There isn't a lot of action in the first Bad Boys really. That's the thing. Yeah. And the two stars were TV stars and so they weren't paid very much, I'm yep. sure. They weren't uh, they hadn't broken out as much as they were uh, going to. So hey, Would you like to know some frequently asked questions on IMDb about Bad Boys? Oh yeah. Because absolutely. this one's very entertaining. Okay. What exactly are the scenes of nudity and what's the timestamps for when the scenes occur? <laughs> It's a very common uh, question. That's what Mr. Skin, I think, is used to be for on the internet, right? Um, oh. Don't you remember that? Years ago? I don't. Tell me. There's a thing called Mr. Skin. Of course it, I remember. It was like I'm a an deal. old millennial. Of course I remember. And that, see, there's no ne- there's no need for Mr. Skin anymore because all the scenes of all the nudity just gets thrown online anyway. Because, you know, porn and also Google well, video search. Right. And it's just all available now. But um, I thought one of your questions was going to be uh, an important a question about bad boys would be like what is a bad boy <laughs> but oh, oh the next one is what is bad boys about oh okay what, what is bad boys about what is bad i had boys? it right you did there's some stuff that gets to- stolen a bunch of drugs out of like the police station the drugs that they completed a bust on yeah so they use some shoots and they go down some shoot the bad guys are going down some shoots that's all i like remember a water slide basically <laughs> big old water slide into the vault of drugs and the bad boys got to solve it. Joey Pants, Joe Pantoliano, he's the chief. He's like, hey. Oh, so good. He is so good. He's the MVP of the series, I think. And spoiler. What? Stop. No, just move on from that for now. Uh, why? We're not there yet. Jesus. God, isn't this episode over yet? No, we're not going to like spend a lot of time on all these because we can't. But I was the the setup is that they are trying to hunt down these people that took the thing. Tay Leone is, uh, okay, what's the deal with her? Pos- what's her job? <laughs> She doesn't have a job. She's just, like, a witness to a crime. But isn't she, like, friends with an... Like, she's not an escort. 
Her or friend. Or she was an escort? Yeah, she was a hooker. But she was uh, dating Will Smith before? Or no, she was just an escort? she was just friends. They she were was friends. friends. But Taylor was just her friend? Taylor was the, the... So Will Smith goes down to the boxing club yeah, to right. ask his hooker friend <laughs> yeah. uh, what she knows and to be on the lookout. She's an escort. He's like, hey, some shit, there's going to be a lot of drugs that are going to be sold. Right. Be on the lookout. Okay. So, essentially, if this is all Will Smith's fault, mm-hmm. she uh, hears that there's a guy who uh, wants a party. So, she, she she goes to the party, and then she wants another person to go with her. She, there needs to be two of them. So, and she then, convinces her roommate, Taya Leone. And they're all, and they, where they go, it's a room full of vaguely European bad guys. One vaguely European bad but guy. They're, they're, oh, and his henchmen are like just like the it's lamest henchmen one, ever. One. Right. One vaguely European bad guy. Yeah. And then the henchman is like a, a kind of a chubby guy and another guy that doesn't seem threatening yeah. at all, but they seem to cause so, a lot of trouble yeah. for everybody. So the shmarmy guy's like doing heroin right, right, out of right. out of his stash from the bust, and then the big bad guys mm-hmm. come in and are like, what the fuck? And then they kill the um, friend, the escort. Friend. Yeah. Well, t- what's her name? Taya Leone. Taya? If you say her name too much, I will Tia, fall asleep. Taya Leone <laughs> right. uh, is going to the bathroom, so she witnesses the whole crime, because she's like, upstairs, she sees it all, and then the bad guy sees this, she sees it all, and then the whole movie is her trying to stay safe so she can... Oh, except called? not, because she doesn't do anything logical for someone What's who should stay safe. You, uh, you're a witness. You're a witness. You're, uh, what? Witness a murder? <laughs> When you, You're a witness? When you are a witness, what do you do? You, you go uh, into protective custody? No, what do you do in, in, in the you court? You testify? You testify. <laughs> so, uh, trying to keep her safe so she can testify and identify. So the bad boy's plan <laughs> <laughs> is that she knows that her friend is friends with Will Smith. Mike Lowry is his name. Mike Lowry. And you can't say his name unless you say it like this. Mike Lowry. That's a fact. I feel like you're racist when you're no. doing that. That's how Martin Lawrence says it, mm-hmm. and that's how you're supposed to say his name. You gotta go, Mike Lowry. Feel like you're being racist. Martin Lawrence plays Marcus. He's the more sensible detective. He's the guy who's not being crazy. He's got a wife at home. He's got kids. He's a normal guy, mm-hmm. right? He's just trying to live his life. For God's sake, Will Smith is a showy son of a bitch, isn't he? He's got a lot of money that is got inherited he was inherited a bunch of money he lives in a fancy apartment drives a fancy fucking car right he's a big shot but they you know the bad boys together they they got each other's backs anyway he can't go because he's look he's can't meet taylor leone will smith mike lowry because he's doing something he gets shot i don't know who cares and then uh uh martin lawrence goes but he pretends because he knows that the lady will only talk to mike lowry that he's mike lowry Mm -hmm. So then he's pretending to be my glory, and he takes her to my glory's real apartment. And then the movie spends an hour uh, where Martin Lawrence is pretending to be my glory for no reason, mm-hmm. even though it becomes it, there's a there's a certain point about five minutes into this ruse where there's no longer necessary for them to continue uh, lying to her about who is who mm-hmm. because Will Smith eventually just shows up at the apartment. He's like, "Here's my partner. Don't worry, he's cool." That's the part of the time where you'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not this guy. We're this guy. Yeah, we were in a pinch. Right. Wanted to get, make sure you were safe. But see, the movie is trying to create comedy, you see, comedy out of uh, this switch, this role reversal of this, like, trying to understand each other's lives. Will Smith and goes, goes to spend some time with Martin Lawrence's uh, wife and children, and Martin Lawrence is going and living this posh life in an apartment in which Mike Lowry has 
uh, several port pictures up of himself. Mm-hmm. He also doesn't know where the light switches are. But let's not f- scroll over the part where he just has an apartment full of pictures of himself. Mm-hmm. And then the movie spends several minutes being like, oh, well, yeah, I have pictures of my partner because he saved my life on here. And it's all the subtle thing of like yeah. saying that they are together. And it's this movie doing this 1995 thing of like, they're gay, but we don't like to do that because it's 1995. Are they gay? Right. Yeah. And it's pretty, annoying. pretty annoying. And there's not a lot of action that's going on in this movie. And there's not a lot of banter between the two guys. There's that scene in the beginning, which was like a reshoot to add it. Right. With them in the car, yeah, the fancy car. Or they're saying the word "fuck" about ninety times. <laughs> they just—that's most of the dialogue, right? Uh-huh. And Martin Lawrence has given uh, Will Smith a bunch of shit about his uh, shiny car, which is basically like a shiny dick with two chairs in it. Oh, you wrote that, didn't you? I did. I thought that was funny, and you were just annoyed the whole fucking time of that whole scene. I was like, "This banter's funny." And you're like, "It is fucking not funny." <laughs> I was like, "All right." I didn't. I didn't. I didn't love it. Um. So, bad boys, Michael Bay. Was not, uh, he was a music video director. Mm-hmm. He was, this is, uh, kind of his big debut as a filmmaker. The movie's very yellow. Yeah, the color. It's all yellow. If it's daytime, it's yellow. If it's nighttime, it's dark, like blue. blue. Uh, for the most part. It kind of eases up a little bit, but it's very, like, 90s. Like, it is just giving you that 90s. We're in Miami. This is Miami. They do the overhead flying uh, plane over the Miami sign. You'll see that a couple more times in the franchise. Mm -hmm. And he's also, again, if you believe the internet, was on record as thinking the script was, his words, a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And I will say that this might be the only instance in my life where I say, I agree with you, Michael Bay. (laughs) The script is a piece of shit. (laughs) Yes, it is. So, you know, he jazzed it up. He had the actors improvise. And, you know, they're trying, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think that... The last 20 minutes of Bad Boys works really well, and it's the reason why people think they like it. Yes, because it does the smart thing where it's shitty for the whole movie, but then it ends really, really well. You get a solid shootout. You get a good, big ass explosion. The banter is actually funny during Mm -hmm. this stretch of the movie. Uh, They're being bad boys. Yeah, they are. Um, And then there's a little speedy car thing that uh, it's not... It's kind of a chase, I guess, but it's you know it's it's got enough high octane energy to it that it it works. So I think people they walk out and Joey Pants solid the whole time because he's a an exasperated uh, chief. Who he's cares got, about them? He's got he cares about them, but he just he's got no time for their their horse shit, right? Well, he's always you know he, you know they're just fucking up all the time, and then he's got to like defend them. So he's like you know he he takes the heat. He's shooting hoops at one point. This is a good scene in the middle of the movie where he can't make a basket for his life, but he's just chastising both of them and like uh, you know making fun of the park. The, the fact is like how many people have you killed today or whatever because they're just egregiously bad cops. They're yeah. always getting into gunfights. There's the amount of paperwork that they're going to have to do. That was a movie that we didn't talk. Well, we'll talk about it later. This watching of these movies inspired us to watch an actually brilliant movie called Hot Fuzz again for the millionth time. But man, that movie's good, so good. <laughs> but that I mean, that feeds more into Bad Boys too. Uh, but yeah, so Joey Pants solid as hell, and you know Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, they are they're stars, right? They're mm-hmm. good. It's just the movie's not very good until the last twenty minutes. It is not, and Taylor Leone is fucking obnoxious. Okay, and I was also, waiting. I was also. Waiting for this. 
I won't talk about it very long, but I was distracted for about 35 I've minutes. I've been waiting for it. Just go ahead. She has really fucked up teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I know this is like a recurring theme. If someone has fucked up teeth, I gotta make a comment. Why? is What is your fascination? I don't know. I like good I teeth. I got fucked up teeth. Yeah, but you're not like supposed to be a sexy lady. You're like... You're like you're like Tyler. You're you really like got a problem with dude. ladies that are apparently attractive that you just don't like their teeth. It's it's she's gorgeous in the movie, probably the prettiest she's ever been. That's what I said. I think she she's is. She's got she's, she's rocking a nineties choker. I like it. I mean, she's her, her style's on point. She could walk out of that movie into today and and be hot and mm-hmm. be relevant. Yeah. But she's got this weird thing with her lips and her mouth where it's like she she got so much upper teeth. And so little lip to cover it that, like, she can't relax her mouth without physically making an effort to pull her top lip over her giant fucking teeth. And it's not that her teeth are big. It's that they're placed really fucking weird. And when you see this, you can't unsee it. Because she's beautiful if she's smiling, but if she's just relaxing without talking, why am I, why do I see your teeth? Why do I see all your teeth? It's fucking weird. That's all I will have to say. She's still gorgeous. And, you know, we all have different bodies. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You're just looking at me. That was something. (laughs) I should have made that the Angela Explains It All uh, segment. Angela Explains explain why mouth. You have a weird fetish problem with her teeth. And here's the thing. (laughs) In In this movie, she wears, like, bright... 90s lipstick so it's it's drawing attention even more so it's like you really see the fucking contrast between her lips and her teeth and it is goddamn distracting anyway that's all i have to say about that i did google for about 30 minutes um probably five thousand pictures and she still has this problem today so (laughs) just google it Although people aren't talking about it, so I could, I could I could have some groundbreaking. I blame this on the movie for being kind of boring for a while that it distracted you enough to go and like, go on this tangent. This is more interesting than the movie. So I have a problem with that. The thing about Taylioni is, other than her being deserving of a raptor ripping her face off in Jurassic Park three, yikes, Tyler! She's her character is the worst in that movie. No, it's not her. Worst. No, it's her. It's the character. No, nah, it's her. It's a shrill stereotype, and I hate it. Here's the thing about Taylioni: she was uh, in a lot of movies. Whatever, I don't care about those. There's a great TV show that aired on CBS called The Good Wife, and it was great. It was great all the way through. I loved it. It's amazing. And then, for whatever fucking reason, CBS decided to, like, either either way. It was either, like, it aired before or it aired after. There was a show for the back half of The Good Wife's run called Madam Secretary, starring Tay Leone, where she was uh, the Secretary of State for uh, this country. And, oh my fucking god, it is the most boring piece of shit television show ever made. Mostly because Tay Leone, god bless her. She's never been more energetic than she is in Bad Boys, and that's not even saying anything. She's not energetic. But even if you go and watch her, like, in Deep Impact or something like that, another oh, era movie. Oh, God, I forgot she's She's just movie. so low-key. So, like, she's Why on... Why is she spending so much energy keeping her top So, lifted? imagine a show that is, like, we want to be like the West Wing, only the writing is not good and the acting isn't great. That's what Madam Secretary is. And it's just, like, if it even came on for a second... It would put me to sleep. Like, it just... Perf- the mere face of Taylioni as Madam Secretary 
if I saw a commercial for Madam Secretary, it just put me to sleep. And so it has colored my entire thoughts about her ever since, and it just extends to this period also of her life. Spanglish. I don't care about Spanglish. She's she. You know what she did? She harshed my buzz on The Good Wife every single fucking week, and it just it bummed me out, man. And that show is that show still on? God I don't damn know. It. We don't need but this. But this could have been tea time with Tyler, where Tyler explains why he hates <laughs> her as well. In Bad Boys, she's fine. I don't have a problem with her. I don't even know what you're talking about with her teeth. <laughs> I showed you several pictures. Yeah, she's got some teeth. I don't know. <laughs> Look at her teeth. I don't, it's, it's fine. They seem fine to me. But, like, how is it possible that, like, she's just relaxed, and yet all... Five, six front of her upper teeth we're are still, showing. They're still talking about this. I mean, look at this picture. What? A pi- how? How? Do that with your mouth. See, you can't fucking physically even do it with your mouth. I like her lipstick. <laughs> is it that she has like a lip tie? Is it that her nose is so high? Stop it. I don't face? know. She's fine. I think she looks pretty there. I mean, never mind. I was going to say something totally inappropriate. She's but pretty. She looks like... She- Stop it. That's <laughs> what so she looks like she's about to do, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah, that picture, she does look she's like, like she's going to suck a dick. Yeah, but that doesn't like mean that she's ready she, to take one. She sucks in no dicks in that movie. Stop it. You're slut shaming her now with her teeth. No, I would be slut shaming her if she had done it. She look, just looks her. Just anyway. She's walking so that around was and bad she bad thinks- one. <laughs> We're almost through to the end of the episode, Tyler. I don't like Bad Boys 1. Let's go okay. talk about Bad Boys 2. Okay, you have a 10 minute, you get 10 minutes on Bad Boys 2, and you get 10 minutes on Bad Boys 3. I don't know if I even need 10 minutes. Because here's the thing about Bad Boys 2. We went and saw this, and this, well, we'll do what we remember, right? Okay. But so let's do what I remember. remember. Yep. What I remember, if you're ready for it, mm-hmm. there's two guys, mm-hmm. and they're friends. Mm-hmm. And some crazy stuff happens, and they're bad. Is this the one where there's caskets or something being thrown at them from? Yeah, I just wrote the same thing. Yep. Because. That's what I remember because that was the more recent movie that I had seen. Right. So, yes, and yes. Bad Boys 2. I wrote, this movie is aggressively shitty. It's (laughs) Bayhem at its peak power, which means there's a lot of spectacular action and ridiculous posing. It's got a car chase with cars being chucked around like basketballs, and that's like in the first half hour. Later, there's a car chase with dead bodies being thrown around. Loud banter, constant needle drops of shake your tail feather by Diddy and Nelly, KKK showdowns, and at the end, the bad boys level a hillside of shacks with a Humvee and kill a thousand poor people just to save Amer- an America's Got Talent judge. So, you know, normal stuff. The good news is Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright mined this movie masterfully for Hot Fuzz, which is an incredible flick. Nick Frost, the character in Hot Fuzz, loves bad boys too, so that's what matters, I guess. And that sums up bad boys too. So you and I saw this. This is why we applied this to this episode, because it's 2003. We already agreed that we would be adding a year of eligibility anyway to this podcast as the years went on. We saw this movie together, like, in the summer of, like, our after our first year of being yeah, together. it came out July 18th, 2003. Uh-huh. So that was our first uh, summer together. Yep. It clocks in at um, a two hours and 27 goddamn minutes. Fuck you for even saying the length of that. In the two movie. and a half fucking hours? It's horrible. It's horrible. For it's horrible. bad boys? It's horrible. It's Get horrible. the fuck together. Here's Rated the thing. R, obviously. You really liked this movie when we saw it. I really did. And it just pissed me off to no fucking end. <laughs> I mean, it's a shock that we're still together after that. Because it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. It's a horrible movie. But what connected with me? Back in 19-year-old Angie. It does a couple of things. The car chase on the freeway where they are chasing a semi-truck and they are unchaining cars and essentially flinging them at them at high speeds 
is spectacular. It's super fun. And then they're also like having their banter back and forth and a car chase. And it, it's, it's it, hitting some marks for me. It, the banter there is probably better than it is in the rest of the movie, which I think is pretty bad banter. It's pretty But it's forced. solid there, at yeah. least. And it is a well-state, because it's like not a lot of CGI. They're really chucking cars. Like they close off a freeway to shoot it. So, you know... I think when you see that and you're just like, okay, yeah, there's style to spare. Michael, here's the thing about Michael Bay. Like, he made Bad Boys. And then he made, I think, a legitimately good movie called The Rock. Uh, Alcatraz, Nick Cage, Sean Connery. I mean, ridiculous movie. It's fucking stupid. But it's entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. Armageddon, again, I think that's an entertaining yeah, use of his... Himself. his. Uh, we will do these. These movies will, will, will arise on this podcast. Um, but then, you know, he did Pearl Harbor. It was his big swing to be, like, a prestige director. He's like, I'm going to make my Titanic. We're going to spend $300 million of Disney's money. We're going to stage the Pearl Harbor sequence. And look, the actual, like, 20 minutes of his Pearl Harbor sequence is pretty well staged for, like, a war movie, right? Mm -hmm. The problem is is that he made a really shitty movie around that. Mm -hmm. Really shitty. Mm -hmm. And then he got mad or something because then he decided to make this fucking movie, which is just, like, all of his worst impulses compiled into one movie. Just yeah. homophobia, uh, loud mouth, uh, oh, hyper violent, just horrible shit. Just every minute of this movie I find appalling, except for that car chase that goes on for 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's talk about the budget for a second. Okay. So if you recall in Bad Boys 1, it grossed in the you, worldwide gross was $140 million. Mm-hmm. So then Michael Bay comes off that movie you are just talking about. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I got an idea. How about we spend as much as we grossed on the last one to make this next one? Well, there's inflation involved, but sure. There's some money. Things cost Not more. that fucking much no. inflation. Well, Jesus, so, the things he does in the movie, though. They spent $130 fucking million dollars on this. Yeah. That's a lot of money. It's uh, And it grossed in the U.S. 138 so that's shitty. I probably and made some money overseas, right? Over, Will Smith Heat. Worldwide, 270 yeah, well, not that great though. It's no. R. It's a rated R, hard R movie, and that you know that's tough. But he made basically the same amount on this one as he did on the other one. Only this one cost one hundred thirty fucking million dollars. It's so bad. I hate it so much. Um, there is the memorable scene of the corpses being thrown out. That's another car chase that happens yeah. later because the whole premise of this movie is that we've got bad guys who are now not vaguely European, but now like vaguely. Hispanic slash vaguely Russian because you got Peter Stormer in there doing his best. I like Peter Stormer anytime he comes in as yeah. being a vague uh, villain. I like that. Mm-hmm. He, the problem is, is they sidelight him for this other vague uh, uh, Hispanic uh, villain, right? They are stashing – this guy's major scheme is that he's like stashing his drugs in like empty corpses. Like they dig out the organs and then they, they stick the shit in it. And so that's your premise already. That's a problem. It's already, like, kind, of it's already kind of gross. There's a long, long scene where they're like inspecting bodies at the morgue. There's a naked woman with her breasts out and they're just like making comments about the breasts. Martin Lawrence is, I mean, everything. I mean, we could go through, we could spend an hour talking about every horrible scene in this movie. The way that like the Haitian bad guys are like the most aggressively like stereotypical Haitians you've ever seen and like every worst stereotype thrown into one thing where they're just getting like blown away and shot in the head while the camera is spinning around and it's supposed to be a fucking cool shot when it's not even that fucking cool because you can see the cut every time it goes between the, I mean it's so fucking stupid um, really feel so I hate it and it, it, like I hated it then and then I hated it when 
people thought like, oh, well, the action's so good. I was like, yeah, one car chase. And nowadays, I'm sorry, now we watch this movie. It's 2003 when this came out. Now, listen. There's 87 cuts. It's not as impressive. No, I mean, when you, uh, you know, okay, so some of the Fast and the Furious movies don't have great action in it, but some of them have done enough car chase stuff that's pretty solid. And then you have... The Mission Impossible series. Also, Jason Bourne. I mean, not Jason Bourne. The Transporter. Well, yeah, that's pretty. He- that's a pretty heavy cut too. But I don't care. I'm thinking of just like your Mission Impossible movies, yeah. and even like even some of the stuff you see in John Wick a little bit. It's like clear, cohesive. They're doing shit. I know that there's CGI enhancements, but it just is crisper. Like so, I'm not. I'm not. It's still a well staged chase in Bad Boys too. Yeah. But like, it doesn't feel as like a aggressively better than everybody else's when it, it's it's hypercut just like every other fucking Michael Bay project it's mm-hmm. hypercut to hell whereas I would rather see the shit that's going on so I can actually put it together mm-hmm. because they did it why do I need to have you see 90, 90 different angles from it I'd rather just see the one angle and be like that was pretty cool mm-hmm. so yeah I don't love it there's a long scene where they're like don't we own this now yeah Ugh. because here's the thing the problem with the only problem that there is with Hot Fuzz which is an amazing movie. We rewatched it after we watched these movies because it just, it's, you need a palate cleanser after watching Bad Boys and Bad Boys <laughs> 2. You just need to get that fucking just horrible vomit sour taste out of your mouth, right? Because <laughs> we watched them and I think a day or two went by before we watched the third Bad Boys. Um, you just need to get it out of your mouth, right? Hot Fuzz, like, celebrates the sh- like, that movie is like, it's, it's very, uh, it's loving to those movies. It has a very loving spirit toward action movies like Point Break and Point Break. It's a far fucking better movie. And Bad Boys 2 because the character likes Bad Boys 2 and they're doing a lot of angles and they're doing a lot of those cop movie tropes, right? Yeah. But goddamn, that movie's so much more satisfying because it, like, it, it, it colors your impression of Bad Boys because it does some of the shots, right? And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh yeah, that's fucking cool they did that shot deck in Bad Boys, right? But like, the thing about when you go back and watch Bad Boys 2 is just like, well, Edgar Wright just made this like he took the took a, a a novel visual style and was like let's make a fucking great movie around it and like make fun of it and make our movie about like a bunch of old people who are you know in a secret society and they're like the henchmen and they are the ones that have to be dispatched. I mean, it is my favorite Edgar Wright movie. Um, but I love all most of all of his, I love all his movies, but it's so good and it's still good. But that movie holds the fuck up. Murder, murder, murder. Right, Olivia. There you go. And then it's like all the, the Olivia Coleman is in that movie before she, like years before she won her Oscar and all this other stuff. It's great. And she's got like that's like your favorite character from the Change years ago. The fucking record. That guy Patty Considine, he's amazing. I mean, the whole it's Winker. a Winker, twat, Winker. It's great. So I mean, it was so good to to get that back and to, yeah. to and it, it almost makes you feel because there's this actual shot in uh, of Bad Boys Two in Hot Fuzz when they're watching it. It yes. almost just. Like it makes you like, oh yeah, I like the movie, but no, don't be tricked. It's horrible. Okay, it's a horrible movie. We do times have to, up for Bad Boys too. We have to talk just a minute, a minute about what I mentioned though. What? Is that the movie, the climax of this movie? It feels like the movie should be fucking over. It's already been going on for oh, two yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabrielle Union gets kidnapped. She's dating. Oh god, the whole thing. I don't even want to talk about. It. Uh, she gets kidnapped. They go to I don't even know what country. Cuba. They go to Cuba, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <sighs> and then the movie ends this climax where they have to escape the mansion. They've blown it all to hell. And they've got to drive this giant Humvee down a hill, down a mountain, where they are just... Admittedly, listen... It's like a... 
how would you describe the little village that they're driving? It's like a hillside village. They're like the, the it's not, it's not even, a, it's shacks. It's people that are living very shacks. poorly. But I mean, yeah. And it, it, look, it's done. It seems to have been done mostly in camera. No, a lot of CGI. They're really smashing shit up. It's a very great set that they built. It has some energy to it. But I mean, it's a movie where they're clearly just mowing over all these innocent people that are clearly dead. They yeah, don't show their, anybody, but, but they're in their little. It, they just mow down probably like five hundred of these little shacks. It's just a colossal. And like, I'm just thinking, there's some like fucking babies in those buildings. And you're just like, this is the fuck we needed to go and fucking kill a thousand people to go rescue Gabriel Union for. I don't even know the reason. Like, oh my god, so dumb. It's just like the and it was. It's not the only movie that's done that, right? It's not. I just watched. Uh, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, I just mentioned. Like, that movie, I think, is pretty good for a good hour and 20 minutes, and then it falls off a cliff, including a, a scene at the end where they just fucking wreck their giant spaceship into a city, and you're just like, wow, they killed, like, 100,000 people! And it, this is something that, that, you know, Man of Steel and all these movies have done, right? But, like, it's so egregious, and just, like, you can't get around it. It's like, oh my god, our heroes just, like, mo- we're joking, making banter, and then they moan over all these people. And it kind of just spoils the fun of it a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, and I think I think now as an adult, I notice those things more than I did as a nineteen-year-old. And it's at, yeah. at nineteen, I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Again, it's and not the, I'm like uh, it's not the only movie to do it, but it's a a very aggressive uh, version. So what's funny about Bad Boys Two is that Michael Bay did not like the script of Bad Boys One, and he's like, "You know what it needs? <laughs> Another thirty-five minutes." Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, dead bodies, uh, more homophobia, more racism, uh, just everything. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, we have five minutes left to talk about Bad Boys for Life, which is a hit. Mm-hmm. People have in the in the time since Bad Boys Two, people seem to remember that they like uh, Bad Boys for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think of Bad Boys for Life? Um, I thought it was fun. Um, I'm having trouble remembering it because now all I'm thinking about is Bad Boys Two. We, I didn't, I don't think we intended on like spending a lot of time on Bad Boys for Life because it is newer. We don't gotta like go through a we a bunch, but oh well, they kill Joey Pantaloni. Joey Pantaloni is his name. Joey Pants. Joe Pantaliano. (laughs) Yeah, that was a big. Geez, spoiler alert. I already said that earlier. Okay. And then you said I had to wait. They killed him. Stupid. Fuck that movie. That that being said, he's great. And he probably has he's the best couple in all scenes. The movies. He's great in all the movies. I agree. He's even good in number two. Yes. Because um, he, he's just, I think he should be in more things, personally. I don't. He's fantastic. I don't understand how, listen, in The Matrix, he's he gets killed in the first Matrix, right? And he didn't get to come back for the second and third one, even though, like, what the fuck? They're bringing back all the characters for the new, making a new Matrix, right? I know. All the people that died, they're coming back. I'm like, what? throw Joey Pants a bone. Let's get him in these movies. He's fun. He's great. Remember him in Congo, a previous episode? I do. That one scene where he just shows up? Joey yes. Pants. Remember Joey him in ba- Baby's the Out? Crushing it. Oh, yeah. Crushing the comedy? Yeah. Yeah. Joey yeah. Pants. Anyway, um, he's, I think he's got the best scenes. What's interesting about Bad Boys for Life is that it is not, they, it's a movie about them being older, right? And Michael Bay is not the director. Thank God. He makes an odd cameo in the movie. So dumb. Obnoxious. I hate it when directors and things do that. They're just like passing the baton or whatever, but I don't know. It was not as aggressively, it it was more in tune style-wise. Not even, I just feel like it was a, a more, uh, traditional cop movie right and will smith and martin lawrence i think their banter was tuned well enough there's a lot of nonsense going on in this movie where they're separated for a while again 
Will Smith gets shot. He's got to recover. Martin Lawrence retires. He's got to get convinced to come back. So there's a lot of, like, going around in hoops to try to get him back together. But I don't know. Like, it's not over. I don't think the action is probably not the best suit of it. It's got some okay action, but it's not, like, over the top bad. And the story's not terrible. And also, instead of costing $140 million. Yeah. This only cost $90 million. And they probably gave Will Smith, like, $35 million of that. Yeah. <laughs> and Martin Lawrence probably, he doesn't act very much anymore. They probably had to give him quite a bit, too. It was, so, like, I don't two know. hours long, though. It's weird. It's over long. Uh, but, you know, honestly, like, it, I, I personally found it to be the most enjoyable of the three movies. And, like, it was just solid enough fun, and it wasn't, it wasn't grating on my uh, nerves like the other two movies were. And keep in mind, we watched that. After we watched uh, the first two. We mm-hmm. watched the first two first, so it wasn't like we were... We could have been burned out, right? The bar was low, though. The bar was low, but we also were like, I was done with my gallery and, and Marcus. Like, I was just not... I didn't. I just didn't need it. I was almost like not wanting to go to the movie. I was surprised that Gabriel Union didn't come back for, like, a cameo or something. Which is weird because they she's on a show on, like... It's, like, the Spectrum Cable Company... Is like it's a stream. There's so many streaming in other places now, and networks and channels that I don't even know what this where the show airs, right? Spectrum or something like that. And it's her character from Bad Boys too, and she's like a cop in L.A. So they've made a spinoff, or like they, I don't know, they bought the rights for because I don't think it's related at all. They mentioned her character, but they don't. That's it. They just say like, oh, she broke up with my sister because she plays Mar- Martin Lawrence's sister. So yeah, it's weird because they like made the point of like. Making sure that show that she's on is a spinoff of Bad Boys, but then when they actually do a Bad Boys movie, they couldn't get her to like. Is it LA's finest? Yeah, no, not LA's. Well, one of those. Yeah, she's got twenty episodes. That's of that. it. Yeah, and it's just like it's her character from Bad Boys. So I don't Sydney know. Sydney Burnett. Yeah, they were just like, we'll give them. I don't know. Like they bought the rights to just the one character, and maybe they're not allowed to talk about it too much. I'm not sure. Weird. It's very strange that she wasn't involved, but. uh Teresa Randall came back as uh, Mark, uh, Martin Lawrence's wife. She was oh, barely you're in. Filling up your coffee again. She huh? was. Oh, this is a little bit of drips. We're almost done, aren't we? I don't know. I thought it was solid. Solid movie. Not great. It, it was, was a January release. Let's it, be honest. It was. I. I don't. I feel like the the villain was really forgettable. Oh, she, I actually kind of liked a little bit of that arc. It's getting okay. It is a little bit of like it's following more of the Fast and Furious model now because mm-hmm. it's like if a villain comes in, they have to have an intrinsic link to one of our heroes. Like they were either together or they had a kid together or blah 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 I blah found blah. All that kind of obnoxious. There was that plus they were building a new team of people, our new uh, new support team. So because Martin Lawrence can't do the Will Smith can do the action scenes a little bit, Martin Lawrence can't. Okay, spoiler. So this bad guy kills Joey Pants. Yeah, and then is like. You're my dad, I'm your father, and now we're gonna, like, be okay. He went to jail, though, at least. I don't give a shit. But then it, there's a post-credits thing. I'm getting tired of these fucking movies of being, like, really horrible, awful people do really horrible, awful things, but... So what you're saying is justice for Han. Justice for fucking Han. Well, guess what? Later this year, it looks like, judging from a certain movie trailer I saw, that we are finally gonna get some justice for Han. Yeah. So that's something. But anyway, it's very much like trying to do a fast... There's a post-credit thing where they're like trying to get that guy to like get recruited for some other job. They're doing the Fast and Furious model, which is a little bit like... I get it, because that's what's successful right now, but I mean... Although, I listen, I don't like Bad Boys 1. I don't like Bad Boys 2. So, I mean, I guess I don't have a problem with them like changing the formula to something that... I, a franchise in, that I 
like uh, some of the movies in. I liked how there was like a female cop in this, but of course her and Will Smith had to have a past relationship. And of course there's this like sexual connection between the two of them. There was another That's female. Vanessa annoying. Hudgens was in the movie as another team member. There's no, there's nothing there. I know, but it's, she's not like the lead female. She's more famous annoying. than the other one. <laughs> I know, but it's just annoying. It like, it couldn't, it couldn't not do that. It's fucking obnoxious. Still a super sexist, terrible movie. But that's, that's fine. I didn't. That, you know what? There was gone was all the gay jokes, though. Oh, great! So yeah, progress. The, the gay, gays are making progress. Yeah, we don't have any of that. We didn't mention. Did we? Did we miss the first? Because John Sally is a computer tech in number one. He comes back for number two. Did we miss the first minute? Wasn't in the third I don't movie. I Think he was in the third. I was a little one. bummed that I didn't see him, but maybe I, we missed it because we did miss like the first. I don't know, thirty seconds of the movie because we walked in right no, when it was starting. He's not in it. How do you spell his name? Uh, S-A-L-L-E-Y, I think? Yeah. What's his first name? I'm bummed. We didn't mention all the weird people that show up on these other movies, though. Yeah. Bad Boys 1 had... Uh, yeah, he's not in He's not in it. The I lady from CSI. That guy from Becker is the the bellhop. Remember that guy? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so that was Bad Boys we 1. We focused on one movie two, we had talked about. And Bad Boys for Life. If you're gonna see one, if you already saw the old ones when they were out, don't don't go don't 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 go back and watch them. It's fine. They're you on Netflix. Do so that. People are doing it. And then uh, go see the new one or or uh, whatever. Red box that That's shit. That's what I mean. It's like, fine. Netflix Solid. That, yeah. You know, not a not a not a great movie, but you know, again, better than the other ones. I I was a little bummed that they kind of burned the Bad Boys for Life title on number three. Yeah. But they could just do Bad Boys forever for the next one, so it's fine. But like. I don't like it when you you got Bad Boys 1, Bad Boys 2, and it's a Roman numeral 2. And then now we're doing the... Ah, just give me consistency. This is give Mission Impossible. numbers. Mission Impossible did this too. It just frustrated me. We had 1, 2, 3. Great. And then it was like Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. Look, admittedly, great title. Love Ghost Prots. But I yeah, mess with my numbering. Yeah. I need numbering. Toy Story 4. They get it. They're like, 1, 2, 3, 4. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. That was our Bad Boys extravaganza. Sorry, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk at you another movie. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when I go for you? Malos chicos, malos chicos. Que vas a hacer? Que vas a hacer cuando vienes para tu? We'll probably get told how all of our Spanish is wrong. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>